What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our favorite budgeting app, Every Dollar. Rachel and I love Every Dollar because it is the easiest way to take control of your money, build the right habits, and make progress on your goals. You can download it for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. I'm George Camel. And this is Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. Cheers, George. Cheers. Wow. That's the healing America needs right now. I. That's a good drink. I could give that a rating right now. There you go. Well, this is the show where two friends who happen to be money experts talk about what you're talking about. So everything from pop culture, current events, and money. That's right. And typically, we're giving you the classic millennial energy on this podcast. But today, Rachel, we're leaning into our boomer era. Yes, we are. We're kind of going to be like the grumpy old grandparents talking about what's in style these days. Because, Is that the you know, motion? Yeah, I feel, I What's feel like in it. style? Well, we do feel like, you know, life is just casual these days. Everything from manners to clothing. So we're going to break it all down. That's right. And before we get too far into it, if you're watching on YouTube, you may notice a new face in the producer chair. <gasps> That's right. And our friend and associate producer, Skylar, is sitting in, in the producer chair. So welcome. Thank you. I'm You're so going to be here for a couple episodes, Skylar. And we yeah. are we're What so happy. an honor. Happy yeah. you are here. You did not she sign up for this. She keeps us young. <laughs> she really does. Grandma, grandpa here. I feel like I'm more the creepy uncle, but thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, you're definitely more grandpa vibes. Hurtful. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm hey. super excited, Rachel and Georgia. Yeah. Thank you. Glad you're here. Well, we're, we got plenty of time to clutch our pearls later in this episode, Rachel. But first, what are we sipping on? Uh, we are sipping on, George. I think it's called a Maple Manhattan. You would think correctly, Rachel. And yeah, I love a good Manhattan. Don't so tease it too much. Right. Because okay. we want them to listen to the end where we give them our rating, we, re- mm. we reveal the cost per glass, and we'll give you the recipe at the end of the episode. So stick right. around. Okay. So the inspo as the kids would say. Nobody uh, says that. Don't that's they say for the inspo? That's like Pinterest era. <laughs> Nobody even uses Pinterest anymore. Oh, I use Pinterest, George. Never. I stand corrected. <laughs> wow. Okay. I try. I to don't use, use Pinterest. I try to use the lingo, but obviously grandma is not good at it. The inspiration, George, Thank for you. this episode <laughs> was because we looked up one day and we saw old Justin Bieber, one of our faves, someone on my prayer list. Uh, Still that. disconcerting, but okay. Are, the, are you adding to your celebrity prayer list? No, I just feel like a lot of them. But I just, I don't know. I just, I just have a heart towards them. I love them. But he came out um, with Haley Bieber when she opened up her company. It was like her launch party with a very concerning outfit. <laughs> yeah, you want to describe it? It was like a pink hoodie. Gray. It was a gray sweatsuit. Oh, was Ye- it gray? Yellow or the Crocs. Pink hats? Put over his head and a pink trucker hat. That's what it was. And his wife, to be clear, <laughs> not dressed casually. She's in a formal red dress and heels for this very special night for her company launch party. And he has like the hoodie, like the strings pulled. And he's got the hot pink hat on. It just was, I don't know. We prayed for him that it night. It reminds we'll me of like the kids in high school that like were definitely in detention all the time. Yeah. So it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, man, he has obviously money to buy a different outfit. Um, But this is kind of the way life is going. It is just going more casual in some spaces, others not. Uh, You know, you and Whitney, George, if you were going out to a opening night for Whitney. Oh, my gosh. Would you be, you would go, you would go. I would be dressed to the nines. Damper. You would be very dapper. Dapper. I hopefully (laughs) wouldn't be damp. 
<laughs> I don't know, though. <laughs> Depends on the night. Depends Wrong how this word. night's going. <laughs> wow. Dapper. Dapper. Very dapper, George. <laughs> yeah, I don't leave the house. Like, I feel uncomfortable. And maybe it's this happens to you a lot, Rachel, but you're, you're recognized in public all the time. For me, it's a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence. But on the off chance, I just hate being feeling like a slob when I'm out in public. Really? Yeah. When I get it, home, wait, wait, I'm on. switching to the Kirkland sweats. Is it because you might, someone might notice you? Or is it just in general, even the random? It's more about how I feel versus other people's perception of me. Okay. I just don't like leaving the house in like sweatpants. I've just graduated. I have some joggers now that I'll wear out of the house. That was a big <laughs> moment for me. George, all yeah. right. You got some 1950s vibes going, I feel like. Thank you. I feel like it's, wow, I'm okay. How about Interesting. you? Oh, I'm no makeup. Yeah, oh, I, I'll go out however. Well, women can get away with more because of like yoga pants are like universally accepted. But guys in sweatpants, you're like, mm, is he doing all right? Is he okay? You know what I mean? Is he following the Bieber So the I don't Bieber know. Train? Do you ever ask Winston to adjust his ensemble for a special occasion? Like, I feel like Winston's always dressed for the occasion, though. Yeah. I mean, Winston, he can go a lot of different avenues, but he does not mind dressing, you know, with a collared shirt, nice pants. I mean, like, that doesn't bother him. I feel like some guys, like my dad, doesn't own a tie. Yes, like that. Famously. Like like getting him somewhat dressed up and not wearing jeans is a feat. Winston's not necessarily like that. He's great dressing up or dressing down. We know. love him either way. I don't know. What do you? Th- yeah. Well, I, people are waiting for me to talk about Winston, so I'm glad I got it out early because oh they were waiting for this. Okay, so what's crazy though when we go back and we look at Bieber specifically that night, his outfit apparently cost one thousand and forty six dollars. So it was no, it was no Walmart sweatsuit. No, Old this velour. Was, What's the cool? Uh, I don't know what a nice sweatsuit is, or where to even buy one. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like Hollywood has kind of gone this way. Even Silicon Valley. I'm like, you look at other wealthy oh, yeah. parts of the country. Underdressing is in. You look at like Under, a yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. You yep, know, yep. black tees. It's all I need. And according to StockX survey, the average sneakerhead. Are you ready for this? Oh boy. Spends 10% of their income on sneakers. So this is a world, George, I'm not familiar with. But the average sneakerhead, not in school, makes $46,000 a year and spends $314 on average a month on sneakers. Or that equates to $3,768 a year. So sneakers, again, the dress down, cash, culture. They're still, Um, they're able to spend money and get some, you know. There's still some designer element to it where they're willing to spend money. Yes. But these sneakers are pretty outrageous. They're, they don't look mega casual. Now, some of these shoes out there, mm-hmm. you would never guess that they're like $400 shoes. Looking at your income and percentages, you know, it's kind of crazy because if you spend $314 a month on sneakers, that's 10% of your income. Yikes. That adds up. Yes. Now, if let's call out. If you're out of debt, you have an emergency fund of three to six months— we recommend investing 15% of your income into retirement. So you're telling me they're spending almost as much on shoes as they are investing in retirement, which I doubt they're investing 15% if they're dropping that much coin on yeah, a sneaker. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... There's a there's definitely a little keep it up flex lifestyle out so there with some of so. this stuff. Yes, yes. 
What's up, guys? If you want to be better with money, your first step is to start budgeting with every dollar. This is the app Rachel and I both use, and trust me, it's great because it gives you everything you need to make budgeting easier, faster, and dare I say, even enjoyable. Yeah, I think you can say that, George. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable to have more money, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you're intentional with your spending. Guys, download every dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. So why do you think, George, like, it's kind of like, oh, wealthy people will dress in like the sweats, right? Oh, like why has the pendulum swung? Because back in the day, they dressed to the nines if you were wealthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like swung the other way, where in some cases people would say, you know, other parts, middle America, right? Middle class, there's still this feeling of, oh, I have to keep up, right? We talk about this a lot on the show where we feel like the comparison thing is real, but that may even equate more to like designer, right? Like it's just interesting when you when you see it all in perspective and you're like, I don't get it. Like where what's what happening? What has shifted? That's a great question. Well, uh, obviously wealthy people are having their photos taken in public. We are not, yeah. you know? It's kind of a weird thing anyways. Part of me thinks it's a middle finger to the paparazzi, truthfully. Okay. It's yeah, kind yeah. of like celebs. you expect something of me and now I want to subversively, you know, Change that expectation. Yeah, because it's a statement. If you're going to your wife's launch party. Well, number one, he's saying, I don't want to be here and I don't care about my wife is the two things that spoke to me, truthfully. That's what it said. If I did that to Whitney, she'd be like, you don't care about my big day. I support you and your endeavors. I would never do that to you. Right. So that we'd be in a fight for sure. But yeah, I think part of it is a sort of middle finger to... The idea of them being that. celebrities and being wealthy and that they have to dress a certain way and dress in designer. Now, he's still wearing a thousand. If you really wanted to flex, wear some Walmart sweats. Put on the Kirklands, bro. Yeah. For 40 <laughs> bucks, you could be rocking full Kirkland head to toe. Don't do a grand. Yeah, that's That's fair. why I do what I do, mm-hmm. Rachel. I'm subversive. <laughs> I am a hip. We're going to follow your example, George. Thank you. Uh, let's talk formal events. So black tie event means formal dressing Have you required. ever been to a black tie event? I don't think I've ever been to a black Truthfully, tie event. Truthfully, I don't know anyone rich enough to invite me to a black tie event. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? I don't think I have. Man, if we ever renew our vows, should I make it a black tie event? hundred percent. And make it like uber fancy. I need a reason to buy a tuxedo. No, you know, you don't buy, you rent, George. That's that's our money saving I've hack. I've tried that. They don't make <gasps> they don't make tuxedo rentals for people that look like me, Rachel. Wait, what? <laughs> I tried for my own wedding. <laughs> So we want a free wedding. Part of that was you get a free tux rental. Sure. I went, this is amazing. Sure. I went there. I try it on. Okay. I look like I was wearing a trash bag. <laughs> like the, I chose their smallest size, Rachel, and everything. I was like, I'm going to have to get this tailored to where I can't even return this tux. George. So I left. And I no. ordered one online. Did they have a preteen section? <laughs> Are you saying that I wouldn't even fit in a teenager? Like I don't know, preteen? Like, Are you talking well, like a twelve-year-old? Well, <laughs> like a husky boy? <laughs> You're right. I didn't ask if there's a preteen section I could look into. I was thinking in a wedding, why someone would need a tuxedo because they're probably in the wedding as a child, but a ring bearer would be there too small. Go. So is there like a like ring bearer junior plus, best man? Do you have a ring bearer with a kind of a master's degree section <laughs> that I could? A large ring bearer is what I'm looking for. A large in the ring bearer section? No, Rachel. I did not get one from the preteen section. I ended up, and this goes into the money-saving hack. Here's what I did. What'd you do? I bought one online from ASOS. 
from ASOS. I got an ASOS. It was a maroon tuxedo with black lapels. Very nice. Mm -hmm. And it was so cheap. I want to say like 100 bucks, 150 bucks. That's great. And it fit great. great. I mean, that's like a rental, right? I mean, I feel like you'd rent a tux for about that. Exactly. And now I get to keep it. And I wear it to the Ramsey Christmas party. Yes. I think I wore it this year, actually. There you go. If you were paying attention. Okay. So Uh, there you go. That's great. Have you ever done like a floor length gown, something that fancy? You know what? Back at the Ramsey Christmas party, back in the day, we would all dress up. There was like a season, uh, probably for like three or four years. And all the we all did like, yes. Fancy. Yep. Rent the runway. Uh huh. That's exactly what that I did. That was hot back in the day. That's exactly what I did. Rent the runway. <laughs> and it was great. Rent yeah. the runway was great. Because you would spend how much on some of these dresses? Um, oh, shoot. I'd have to was go back like and look. Was it like 75 to 100 yeah, 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 bucks? Yeah, Oh, less than. I mean, I think 60 bucks. Yeah, it'd be like 60 bucks. You got two dresses, days. two different sizes to make sure it fit. And then you put it back in the garment bag, you zip it up. They have a return label you put in, and you put it in the USPS, yeah. and you ship it back. It was fantastic. It was really great. Whitney's done that with the one called Newly. N-U-U-L-Y. No affiliation. Is that the new one? But it's like you can get stuff from like Anthro and Free People, and then you Uh, rent it for a month. You get six items for a month, and then you send it back and get another six items. Yeah. But instead of spending $1,000 on all that, you can spend, you know, 60, 70 bucks. And I would only do it for an occasion like that kind of thing. So next would be cocktail attire. So this is, again, a little bit of a step down from black tie. So women, you know, you'd wear a cocktail dress, knee-length dress. And so I would say— you could find. I think there's some stores that sell good cocktail dresses that you could get on sale. You can find those at H and M and Zara and yes. ASOS. Even consignment stores can be a great yep. spot to shop. And even rent the runway or like those rentals. Well, so it bothers me, especially for women. I feel bad because of how often they're asked to go to things or be a bridesmaid, and they're like buying this dress they're going to wear one time. How oh, the bridesmaid thing? When are they going to have another occasion to wear this blue chiffon? And that's dress, what the bride Rachel. always says. You can wear this multiple <laughs> times. They always never say happens. that, and you're like, never again never am I again. like, you know what I want to wear tonight? That bridesmaid's dress mm-hmm. from 2017 mm-hmm. to Charlene's wedding. Oh, man. <laughs> it's always a Charlene. Skylar, I bet you've been a bridesmaid in a lot. I have, and I've never reworn a bridesmaid's no. dress. What do you do with them? Burn them? I, I mean, I can. I sell them on Poshmark, and oh. I think that is like really, that's been helpful for Life me. Life hacks, and you're really good, I want to call this out, at buying like really nice pieces, but affordable. How do? What's Thank your hacks you. for this? Um, sample sales. I think that like sample sales are great for designer clothes, but they are sales that nobody bought them like during the season. So it's just like out of season stuff, but like, and is that online or at the store? Yeah. I use 260 sample sale, which is great, but there's like, you can find sample sales in a lot of different cities, which is really good. There you go. Let's talk workplace. Okay. Can we do that? Workplace attire? Business casual. Oh, Okay. Those feel like two opposite things. It's either business or it's casual. Are you ready for this? Yes. I'm going to, Michael Reddish, who's our bartender um, oh, for this yes. episode. I know I exactly I heard there's a going. term that he uses, and I saw it. Uh, George and I had, had a Ramsey event this past weekend that we had to go to two dinners at. And the attire was called... Snappy Casual. Snappy Casual. <laughs> I know it well. I've been friends <laughs> with Michael for 10 years, and so... Every event I've ever been to that he's running is snappy casual. Snappy casual. I've never heard a, yeah. a wardrobe described as snappy casual. Be snappy. And that means what? It means look good. Don't be a slob. Don't embarrass yourself. No, you know, tennis shoes. No graphic tees. Look presentable. But you can wear jeans. You could wear nice jeans. Yeah. 
Like, don't wear ratty jeans. Yeah. But anyway, snappy, snappy casual, casual is a um, is an attire. Apparently. It's less business. It's a little more hip. There you go. Okay. You I had know? never heard of it. And I thought, what is, what does that even there mean? There you go. What does that even mean? Well, remote work took off during the pandemic. And so a lot of the, the corporate bros and gals out there, they were showing up to Zoom meetings in their PJs. Do you think there was a big shift post-COVID about how people dressed in the workplace? Oh, that's a great point. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it took the casualness two notches down. And Ramsey has always prided itself on not being super formal. Like, we don't, yeah. you don't show up wearing shorts and flip-flops, but you can also wear jeans and you oh, know, yeah. even yeah, t-shirts yeah. and... For Again, sure. it's like don't embarrass yourself. Worry about your personal brand. Be presentable. Yep. Other than that. Okay, so what's one item that should never be work appropriate? Oh, I'm going to get some flat, some flack for this one, Rachel. Okay. I don't think Crocs should be worn in the workplace. <laughs> I don't think there's a place for them. Now, at home, in the privacy of your home, where you're not offending anyone else, <laughs> and we're okay seeing toes, You don't do that see at toes at Crocs. I just think Crocs scream... I've given up, but I don't care if you're wearing them to work. <laughs> okay. You know, that's one. What's your thing? Um, uh, men in flip-flops at work. Sure. That's fair. Unnecessary. Sandals. I feel like girls could pull off some level of a sandal at work. Yes. Okay, so do you tend to be more productive when you're dressed up or dressed down? I'm still, I need to put on real clothes to feel productive. I agree. Okay, but a way to save money, though, when it comes to your wardrobe is the capsule wardrobe. So this has become a big thing. Like, you have, like, two pairs of jeans you like. You have six tops, two jackets, a skirt, one dress. Like, you have these, you know, four pairs of shoes, and you can mix and match all of it and create all different outfits. Yeah. Well, it increases efficiency, reduces the brain calories needed, which is really nice. And, you know, some people are famous for this. Steve Jobs famously wore his, like, black turtleneck with his jeans every day. That's right. Mark Zuckerberg does the same with his black tee every day. Yes. You know, for high-powered individuals, you don't have to think about what you're wearing. Yeah. So the capsule wardrobe. Mr. Rogers had his (laughs) go-to zip-up Cardi. It's like, why does he have to figure out which one he's going to wear? I would say you lean capsule wardrobe to me, George. I have too many... Oh, too many for it to be. Okay. Yeah. It's simple. I have like this shirt, but in 17 colors. Okay. You know what I mean? But I need to get to that capsule. Yeah. The capsule, it's it's a good one. I probably do it with jeans and shoes, but shirts I have too many of. Okay. So here's what's crazy is whatever fashion is going on, that demand is high. So naturally, it's going to be more expensive. The Mm, cost goes up. They can charge more. Yeah. So if you are on trend all the time. Naturally, that's true. The clothes are going to cost more. Well, I mean, we saw that with Stanley cups, Rachel. High demand. We did see that for with no Stanley's. reason because they came up with a Cosmo pink. It was a reason, and it was chaos. If it's in your cup holder and has a handle in it, but the the like the Cosmo pink is out now, and we're all like you know yeah. trampling each other at yes. Target to try to get this Cosmo pink. I feel like that is that's demand at its finest. So here's what's crazy though: is all these trends, clothing especially, I think they've gotten younger. Can we talk about that? The age at which people consume these products has gotten younger. Middle schoolers now. And may I say— They're aware of the brands. Elementary school kids. And this is not a moral thing. This is not a right or wrong. So if you're a parent out there with a fifth grader with a Stanley, I'm not mad at you. But it is amazing that that girls, young young kids are into the makeup or the the Lululemon or the Stanley Cups. Yes. Well, how is that happening? Because they have social know. media or it's they're saying media. mom? I bet it's that. Yeah. Because back I mean, back in the day, it wasn't until you were like late high school, college to get like a nice item. And now I feel like the age even 
of stuff has gotten lower. But again, value, when things are in demand, they're going to be more expensive. And this is true with anything with money. Well, value is mostly perception. So when you think about like a stock, for example, in the stock market, the true value of a stock isn't about the hype it currently has in the market. There's intrinsic value in the actual company and what that share is worth. So that's an interesting uh, comparison there. Yeah. You know, we saw GameStop, big jump in price, wasn't sustainable because of the underlying fundamentals were bad. And it's why crypto is a no for us, because, you know, when you're investing in the stock market as, in general, it's great. But when you're hyping one specific area or thing, it can be bad. Yeah. So that happens with fashion all the time, too. If a certain brand gets hyped up, we're seeing that with Carhartt now. And yes. so what do you, th- you think Carhartt, they're like, well, let's up our prices. People are willing to pay a premium. That's right. To wear Carhartt and cosplay as construction workers with our Stanley tumblers. <laughs> That's what's happening, Rachel, and I won't stand for it. I think contentment is key because when you're chasing any level of trends, any level of what is going on, so whether it's like I'm going to be Bieber and wear a nice sweatsuit to a formal event or I'm trying to like, you know, be in the style, like whatever the thing is. When you're content and you don't feel like you have to be on the latest cusp of everything, you're naturally going to save money because you're not going to spend, right, to keep up. Yeah, that, I feel that way. And the other piece of this is just manage your money wisely. Like, don't go into debt for anything, especially clothes, because now there's a buy now, pay later option underneath that cart that makes you think you can afford it right now. Yes, yeah. While kicking it down the road into payments. So that's a terrible idea. Yeah. And I'm going to say another lesson, George. Don't judge a book by its cover. Ooh, I like that one. Because... You never know, right? Someone could look like they have it all together, and you think automatically, wow, they They must must be doing well. Not always the case. And then you see a guy in sweats and a pink trucker hat, and he's richer than all of us combined in this room, (laughs) but yet that's what he chooses to But how is he doing? You know what I mean? I know, but I'm saying from a money— Hashtag pray for Bieber. this, This is a money podcast. It's almost the end of the episode, and we close out every episode with Guilty Guilty as Charged. charged. And this is where our producer, Skylar, gives us a new Guilty as Charged question every week. And if we are guilty, we have to take a sip. Skylar? Hit us with the truth. All right, guys. Were you once dedicated to a fashion trend that you're now too cool to rock? Oh. Oh. Which one? Wow. What era was it for you? Take us back. Gosh. I just I think back on my college days and it kind of makes me laugh a little bit. Cause like the jean skirt was in and the rainbow flip-flops and the sorority t-shirt and the pearls. I had pearls, <laughs> fake ones. <laughs> You're really Pearl. painting a very specific picture for me. I <laughs> jean skirt. I know. What was the shirt? Uh, like a soror- like your sorority tee. Like this like is what you would write in class. Omega. Yeah, or Chi Omega. <laughs> Chi Omega. That's where Whitney. You guys are both Kyo. Has anyone reached out to you to get you back in? After <laughs> still hoping, still praying. Pray for Bieber. Pray for Rachel to get back into Chi Omega. If you know on a Chi standing. Omega person, please let them know because I dropped out my senior year and they took my pin, but I kind of want it back because I have daughters now. So if I can get back in, that would be really great. <laughs> wow, what a sad plea that was. Okay. <laughs> so we got the fake pearls, the Chi Omega, the jean skirt. I know. And the what rainbow, rainbow flip-flops. And yeah, rainbow, I don't, I don't Wait, like know rainbow the, the brand. Yes. Okay, yes. Oh, sorry, the brand. It's like a brown leather flip-flop. I learned about those when I moved to the South and everyone had them. And I thought, I have to get oh, rainbow flip-flops yeah. to fit in. And it so I did. Thing. 
they were very comfortable. I still own some to this day. So here's what a chameleon I am in life. You ready for this? I'd wear that on like a Monday. And then I was a part of Young Life in college. And the Young Life wardrobe was totally different. That was your <laughs> Kavu visor. Are you ready for this, George? You're not going to believe this. Uh, I had Carhartt overalls. <laughs> what? <laughs> because the girls in Young Life would wear Carhartt overalls and Chacos. And I had them all. I had them all. And a side satchel bag. Why were you dressing like Moe's Shrewd? Like why not? I don't know. Were men men attracted to this? It was the, I have no idea, Like Winston was like, yup. I have no, I I see my dad in you and I like that. I have no idea. That was, I, I have, again, when you say, what style do you look back on? You're like, wait, what? It was Rachel in college. I was a very confused sorority outdoorsman. <laughs> you were an outdoorsman. Wow. But yeah, the girl, that's what we would wait for. Okay. I'll hit you with mine. In high school, okay. I had an all, it was an all brown phase. So I wore brown, I wore brown head to toe. Like, not like UPS. Like, I'm talking... Brown beanie, (laughs) brown shirt, brown jacket, brown corduroy pants, brown suede shoes. I had brown (laughs) curtains in my bedroom. I had a brown comforter. (laughs) What was wrong with me? Like, whose favorite color is like, I love brown. I love it. I look really good in brown. You love camel. I love camel. (laughs) Was this like dark brown? This was a dark brown. So my Carhartt, like khaki brown, would clash with your. We like, would clash hardcore. Yeah, yeah, it would with work. your overalls and your chacos. <laughs> I don't know what happened, Rachel, but I I fell out of that phase. I will not go back. What year was that for you? Probably two thousand five. Okay, all right. About the same era. That feels good. Yeah, that feels right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I think we're guilty. <laughs> I think we're a little guilty in all of that. Okay, who finished first, George? I think you're a little closer, but mm-hmm. we're both on par here. It was a very good drink. I think drink. for the Carhartt overalls, I'm going to have to. Yeah, you might finish that one. So what we had today, Rachel, was a maple Manhattan. And for the rating of this drink, I cannot think of any other answer than a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, yep. Mm. Our mixologist, Michael Reddish, just nailed it mm-hmm. with the Luxardo and cherry. And I got a cherry. With oh, the, you got to go Luxardo. It's delicious. Not that like bright red candied cherry. It's got to be Luxardo. So uh, that is the rating. I'll tell you what's in it. It's got bourbon, sweet vermouth, maple syrup, Angostura bitters, and a maraschino cherry. And the cost breakdown, get the, you'll never believe it, $1.75. No, really? You would pay $16 oh, for easily, this in Nashville. Easily. easily. Or 20 So if you want the recipe to make it at home, go to the show notes in the description for today's episode and give it a try this weekend. It will not disappoint if you enjoy Manhattan. That's right. And, you know, leave a review, leave a comment. Do you think we've gotten, you know, just too casual? Way too cash. Or what was your worst fashion moments? You give us that too, because we all had them. We all had them. I'll be eating popcorn reading this comment section Yeah, these would be good. These would be good. Yeah, and make sure to subscribe, you guys, so you don't miss all all new episode of Smart Money Happy Happy Hour. Hour.